Tell you what, brother. Come here, get away. Them get squirt gun and get more the squeaker. The stars are talking to me, brother. It's pulsing through my veins. What happened to you? What I'm gonna get when I get my hands on you. Me and Miss Elizabeth are gonna whatever. I'm gonna grab every Hulkamaniac in the ring, bring them in the ring, and choke them one by one. So, oh man, it gets wild. Anyway, uh, that does help relieve some steam, though, doesn't it? It's like that, dude. I have to say, outside of the ring, right? Uh, what was it? Uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, that'd be like the most calmest guy because he definitely what? left it all. In the ring at all times. I mean, he was probably like out there washing the homeless feet. I mean, I'm telling you, man, that dude, Miss Elizabeth, definitely on crack. She would, she brought like she probably had family members that created crystal meth. She's she was at that level. Randy, Randy was a angel. Angel. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> there was a. Uh, I remember this a while back. So when Macho Man had passed away, he was also oh, he didn't, like he didn't pass no, he, away. He just he went into retirement. Away. Yeah, that's right. He just went off the grid with Elvis. Yeah, you know. Yeah. He went to go uh, put Jesus in a headlock. Well, no, <laughs> did you see that? No, because no. I think like a, a day before or the day after he passed away. The day after he passed away, it was supposed to be like that Mayan end of days. It was like 2012 or. Do you remember that where a lot of people were speculating the end of the world based on the Mayan calendar or something like that? Go on. Anyway, there was some apocalyptic fanatics going on, which obviously it didn't happen. And then somebody through the wonders of Facebook and all that made a uh, an image of like some god, you know, doing the uh, the end of days resurrection, and behind him is Randy Savage doing an air like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not today, brother. Here's not like, today, brother. Put him with the Boston Crab. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. God. All right. This is not the wrestling podcast here. That's our, no, other, that's, that's our other job. This is great conversation for the that's, first episode of the year. Of so, the year. You're absolutely right, guys. So, uh, if it's all right, I'll go ahead and get started. I'll get us started, Miles. Yes. Go for Please. it. All right. This is the Nissan Nerd Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. Uh, with those of you that are with us online, and if you're with us uh, as an audio podcast, thank you for being with us again. Here, our first episode of 2022. Obviously, mm -hmm. uh, Miles and myself, we're both excited about this. Can I speak for you? Is that all right? <laughs> Go on. All right, all right. So on this episode, uh, we're going to recap an announcement that was made by Nissan of Japan literally just an hour ago. And then we're also going to talk about uh, Nissan has bought time uh, during Super Bowl commercials for a new commercial, which uh, could be big. So we're going to talk about that. And then also we're going to question whether Nissan may discontinue the Titan. So that's uh, that could be big. We're going to talk about that uh, and more here on the Nissan Nerd Podcast. Yes. <laughs> And that song gets faster and faster every time I hear it. I don't know what's going down. Well, it's, it's that cocaine in your veins after 
you know, you inherently get that pain in your bloodstream when you start making those impersonations. I'll tell you what, brother. They, they were grinding the, their teeth because they had to. They're, put it on they're, the they're... rim of my beer glasses so you just... <laughs> yep. If only. If only. Before we get started, Miles, I got to address the elephant in the room, which is your background. What is going on? Well, it's your shirt, but what's what's happening behind you? You've got the green screen. Oh. This guy. This Some guy? guy? Yeah. Is that? that is that a? Oh, we're talking about that. We're this... talking about both. Yeah. <laughs> Neo's got boobs, and he can do it. Oh, he's he's, he's, he's making the, that money. So, mm-hmm. I finally saw the new Matrix that just came out. Yeah. So yeah. For those that haven't had a chance to see it, um, it's a lot like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are you saying they did it for the money? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's pretty good. So I saw the new yeah. Matrix. Um, you know, we're we're not plugging movies here. Um, we you know we're obviously we're not plugging movies here. Uh, but I yeah. did want to give a mention out. The reason why I saw the Matrix was because there's 1.6 seconds. Of a Datsun 240Z in it. I don't know if anybody knew that. Or a Datsun S30, we'll call it that. For the S30. people before they string me up. But uh, at the end, there's a chase scene with Trinity on a motocicleta. And yeah. she's riding her little motorcycle. And they're just chunking cars at her. Just whatever, right? Yeah. Randomly, they just chunk a 240. And I'm like, okay, the magic of, of cinema. Yeah. Turns out they really trashed an S30. Oh. Uh, they just dumped it nose down and trashed it. And um, I have some photos. Uh, we threw them up on the uh, podcast uh, page. We'll show them here towards the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they took one and just trashed it. I don't know how good or how bad it was or how junk it was, but interesting to check it out. So yeah. because they trashed one of ours. Yeah. We trash one of theirs. Oh, that's where so, it comes full circle. Little that's payback. Yeah, little payback yeah, yeah. matrix. Yeah. And I probably just gave them. We probably promoted it, so we probably gave them like ten grand or whatever in merchandising and promo and whatever. But yeah, yeah. Needless <laughs> to say, yeah. So, uh, but again, this uh, this is a great representation of this movie. Um, yeah, you'll you'll love it. But uh, I, it wasn't bad. Um, moving on, we've got a lot more stuff to kind of go over. Um, a, a big show to kind of talk about. Um, anybody on with us today? We do, we do. Uh, we have, uh, for those of you that are with us through social media, a uh, new comment uh, coming in. Actually, got a, got one early. Uh, Joshua Chrome, uh, a fan favorite, a, fan, a regular with us, Original. talking about uh, another Z, Z sighting, which is on the first, uh, the latest season of Narcos on Netflix. Yeah. It's another ten grand going to Netflix, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I did see that, and they had many of them. It was actually called, I think, <laughs> there was uh, that one episode. They were talking about like Project Nissan, and literally, it was like a, a DEA project because the at least in this episode, the uh, cartel were using Z's to transport the cocaine and multiple ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of cool. I mean, especially being a huge Z32 fan, I was... I, Can I, I just enjoyed. say, this is probably... I mean, it's the first of the year, and I know we're, like, improving our processes and talking about different topics, but we've talked more about cocaine 
and uh-huh. movies in this episode than we have talked about what we should be talking about, which is our brand. Yeah. Nissan. So let's get to work and stop talking about cocaine and wrestlers and things of that. Well, well here's the cool part. This is still our best episode of the year. <laughs> Isn't that cool? There's nowhere to go or it up. Nowhere to go but up. All right. Awesome. Yes, but let's go ahead and get into it, Miles. Uh, before we do, actually, you want to do a kanpai? <laughs> yeah, let's do a kanpai. Let's do a kanpai. Head over with. Got it. All right. Again, for those who are with us, please join us. We wish you good health. Uh, for those who are not, of course, we want to be reminded uh, of uh, our loved ones often. So again, we say kanpai. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, news, brother. Uh, you're the first one to give out news, brother. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Uh, well, we are in the news section. Uh, I'm going to share my screen. I believe you can see that. Oh. All right. Oh. All right. So this uh, was actually a recap. So Nissan uh, just recently had a uh, a link to a live stream uh, event that's happening uh, out of out of uh, I guess in their headquarters area uh, in Japan. Uh, that unveiling that. Uh, special just aired literally an hour ago. Um, literally, as we were preparing, as I was preparing for this podcast, I'm doing, I'm multitasking because I'm watching this live thread event uh, happening. So this was a Nissan announcement, which was a Fair Lady Z unveil event. Um, so some good and bad things about it. Um, actually, uh, it was obviously tons of Zs. Uh, we did have, honestly, I'm going to call it out. There was some really good intro music uh, in the beginning. They did a whole intro showing every generation of Z, some good music behind it. Uh, we had, uh, of course, uh, the host. I didn't grab his name, though, but there was a representative from Condo Racing. That was a mention in the title. Does that sound familiar? Because I think it is related to the uh, GT Super GT class. Uh, and then we also had President Uchida, uh, Makoto Uchida, as part of the presentation. Um with, uh, I'm just gonna say right now though, with typical announcements made through the the Japanese headquarters or Japanese uh, branch, uh, typically there's some sort of subtitles or someone to the side with a microphone, you know, translating. Uh, unfortunately, this time there was there wasn't any of that. So I wish if, if there's anybody who's with us who who knows uh, Japanese and just so happened to watch it. Please chime in. We'd love to hear, and maybe if you've got some more information, though. But well, there, um, there's probably some intern right now over at Nissan Japan who's working overnight to just translate all that while we speak. So give him, yeah, you know, give it, give the intern ten minutes, man. Let, let him just yeah. do his job. Yeah. <laughs> Poor little guy. Poor Jeez. guy. Poor fella. Well, what I was what I was able to do, though, Miles, is that if I'm sharing my screen right now, I've taken some screenshots of the live event. Of course, uh, it makes up for what I couldn't translate, obviously. There, I know for a fact there was a lot of thank yous, and there was a lot of yes, because I would hear, Arigato gozaimasu, and I would hear, hi, very, very much. So I do know that, uh, I think overall, though, the 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 uh, conversation between the hosts and, and the others on stage was very relaxed. It seemed like a pretty, pretty easygoing time. There were a lot of laughs as well. So uh, I'll go ahead and just share this uh, first couple of uh, pictures, and we can kind of talk about it. Obviously, you see the Proto Z spec uh, out in the distance. You've got the the blue production spec 
uh, V1, I would imagine, uh, on stage. Uh, this has actually happened, I believe, at the Tokyo Auto Show, which is happening. Uh, it just started today uh, in Japan. Uh, there is our host. Now, I'm not sure about you, Miles. This shade of yellow on this Z looks different from the proto from the, from the proto Z. Or is that just me? You think this the lighting? It's hard makes... to say, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't see them painting multiple yellow Zs. I'm pretty sure it's the same <laughs> yellow they've been rocking for a while. So, but yeah, I, I see what you mean. But uh, yeah. yeah, man, give me the skinny. I, I know there was something uh, fancy that was dropped on this, so give me give me the beats. So the. Uh... There was one good thing that I saw. Again, I couldn't translate this stuff, unfortunately. I tried my best at the time, though. But there was one cool thing. This was a customized proto-spec front bumper. That was probably the newest, most craziest thing that I saw. And honestly, it looks a lot like the first-generation Z car. You know, when you had that front bumper up in front, it really does set it apart. So it really kind of makes you think whether this is actually going to happen in the future. Um there is that. Um, of course, uh, this is again Fair Lady Z customized proto. How can you customize uh, customize a car that's not out yet? That's the only thing that confuses <laughs> me. That's <laughs> well, you know, it's curious because it's like you know, it's hard to say. It's like it seems like Nissan's trying to go a different direction and try different things, but it's like it's always traditionally been here's your your model that's going to hit, and then you you've got your Nismo and your other production, of course, but you got to remember also Nissan's maybe going to be doing something weird with that new um, Nissan customizing department that they're hiring a bunch of people for in Japan. So, I mean, yeah. honestly, it's like, I, I'm almost, I feel foreign to, to what's happening. Cause I don't feel like I've been explained or I don't, I don't understand what's happening. If, yeah. if that makes sense with all the changes, but it's cool. I mean, I, I get it. And it's, you know, maybe it's one of those things that'll make sense when it makes sense. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I get that. But yeah. it's just interesting that it's like, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, just, yeah. I, um, you know, from, from what I can gather, again, one was just this customized uh, proto uh, picture, which, by the way, reminded me of that sketch we shared. Yeah, on, that's on exactly Facebook. what I was going to say. And I was yeah. like, man, it, it did kind of start to get me uh, excited, man. What if, what if they did something closer to that? So that, that was one idea. Uh, on on stage was also the uh, the GT class uh, new Z, which is exciting to see. The last time we saw this, Miles, it was it had camouflage yeah. all over it, and I believe that rep from Condo Racing, who was also speaking on stage, likely had a lot to talk about this car. Is what I'm thinking here. Yeah. Um, from, from from that, I think I have one other picture. No, actually, that, that's the last picture I have. Um, let me share with you a few other, inf a little bit of information that came with it as well. Uh, this is through uh, creative311.com. This was essentially a source uh, from which a lot of the announcements may have been leaked in advance. Um, I'm sure that these are, at least from what you're seeing here, they still kind of are rumors. I would, like you said, with that intern who's who's translating right now, we're going to be hearing a lot more official words uh, probably within the next 24 hours. So, you know, but... Mm. Uh, they're saying here, uh, the Fair Lady Z Japanese specifications have been released. The price range of the limited edition proto-spec will be announced on January 14th. So that is, again, within 24 hours from now, we could see the price range of the proto-spec. Uh, and the release date is delayed again, is what they're saying, uh, at least in this article, which... Uh, 
I mean, how can you keep? Uh, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I get it. But it's like, how can you keep pushing something back when we yeah. keep seeing it on the damn streets? <laughs> I was like, I'm just saying, yes. this, is how, this is how people get jacked. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not. The I'm first Z to get stolen by gunpoint just because it's it's the only one one of five on the road in the United States. I'm just saying it's gonna be like the Fast and Furious thing where they shoot the harpoon through the. Uh, <laughs> the through seat. the dash, and then that's it. They're gonna they're gonna take that. They're gonna take it off of, off it. They're gonna strip the whole car. You know, mm-hmm. there, somebody's gonna take that engine. They're gonna throw it into, God knows what, and then it'll be a, in a Toyota Super or something somewhere. <laughs> um, now, just for reference here, though, there were, we were talking about this delay. Uh, for those who maybe have forgotten or didn't hear, I think the initial release date was planned for spring uh yeah. essentially march of this year right, uh in this pushed? article in this article they're saying it's june of 2022 Ooh. so uh what is that three months uh pushed by three months um and again they're only talking about the proto spec they're not saying a production spec uh this makes me think it's a limited edition so that it's i think they're this trickling in of inventory to dealerships so they're kind of yeah, they're, they're, they're expecting a rush you're trying yeah. to predict the rush. They're, that yeah. and it's supply demand, special editions. You know, they're just kind of really. Uh, I think one thing that they're doing is that maybe they're buying time. At least they're getting something out and oh. and, and having a lot so of you're excitement. Trying, you're thinking they're going to be pretty sneaky. Well, I, I mean, I think they're trickling in. So when they say this limited special edition proto that's going to go out, obviously they're going to be numbered. I would imagine, which means low production numbers. This keeps excitement within the community to get one. Meanwhile, Nissan is just trying to pump these things out and get them onto a boat or, you know, get them in, get them finished in time to ship out so that they have a few months to let them travel and, and get over here, you know. I'm trying so, to be uh, sneaky, sneaky. A little okay, bit, a l- little bit. But uh, that's what I have here. Uh, again, they showed the Super GT spec. We saw this custom proto spec. Again, 24 hours from now, I'm pretty sure we're going to have uh, a lot more articles of uh, crawling around the website uh, the internet there'll be a uh, well it's like this comes out and then let's start all the fake news and all the the fanboy stuff trying to get their instagram post up and all the the bs news we have it from a listed source yeah 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 hey by the way before we uh before we continue on you mentioned all the z sightings by the way i'm going to share a pair of them you may have seen this one okay now, I'll let you talk about this one, and I have some news on this one. So go ahead. Go all ahead. right. All right. So this picture you're seeing here is a, supposedly a Subaru STI somehow got into a, a, a street race match on the highway with the new Z. Right. And uh, you see the the twin turbo Z uh, just dust the guy, it seems like. it. Based on what looks like damage on the car, it reminds me of a few other pictures we had seen uh, in previous months. But that's what I have. Which, which you, you sound like you have a lot to say about it. I think it's BS, honestly. Um, I mean, either that or I don't know. I don't think anybody's dusting anybody. I just think it's uh, I think it's fake, quite honestly. You think they did kind of like how you do the face apps with my face? I've never done that. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, in I hate all you. my years, um, I'm going to just tell you right now, I have never ever done anything like that. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. so, and thing is, so who, even if this was real, I I would almost 
I would they're running away. Agree. If anything, there yeah. there's a there's an intern in there yeah. who took it out to like impress his girlfriend or whatever mm-hmm. or some fool. And, and I'm just gonna say this right now. I'm not saying that Nissan does this, but I've been witness to like sometimes you'll have like a promotion team and they'll just be like, Oh, we need to get this to the truck. Uh, who's going to drive it? And then they'll just, they'll, and I'll literally l- listen to those conversations on the promo teams and they're yeah. just trying to get cars to cars. Cause I've sat in one, mm-hmm. I said, <laughs> I sat in the, the Nismo 370Z when it wasn't even available for, for anything. Yeah. And I got to sit in it and they were just like, uh, can you guys, uh, you're going to go with one of our interns and just ride along shotgun and you guys can take it to, uh. You guys can drop it off at the truck so they can get it back to Tennessee. And I was mm-hmm. just like, all right, cool, let's do this. But it, it's just like sometimes you have to run them on the street to get them to, if you're running late, to because those, they're, things have to be on the truck because they, I mean, especially yeah. this Z, it's yeah. got to make all these visits. But there's damage on it, which didn't make sense to me. But yeah, God knows what the story is. I Eventually, <laughs> I'll find out what the story is on that. And see yeah. if it was legit or see if it's right. If it is, we'll come back to it at a later date. Yeah, I, I, you. It makes you, you make up a good point, Miles, which was – I'm not saying it's fake, but I do think that Nissan would deny having been involved with that because obviously street That's racing is not a good look. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And if, if it was real and some intern got excited, he probably doesn't work there anymore or he's been yeah, demoted severely. Yeah. You know, that's that's just, a, that's just a corporate thing, handing down. You know, they're, they're, they're reacting to any type of negative press with this car, even though, yeah. you know – it is exciting right. to see for guys like us, you know. But did he uh, have fun for like the first ten minutes? Oh yeah, oh yeah, time of his life. I'm pretty sure he did. Oh yeah. yeah. But then, then you get back in the office. It's like, uh, James, can you come in and uh, see me in my office? Yeah. The guy's like, oh god, he's, yeah. <laughs> That's it. I see you got he some Arby's Arby sauce on the seat, by the way, as well. You know, oh, yeah, like, he's done. <laughs> he is finished. No longer with us. All right. Moving this is along. a this is a second video, Miles. We actually had a guy here. It looks like he's in a Jeep. He's kind of following uh, a Z spotting. This was this this video just came out yesterday. Uh, first of all, I gotta say I love that shade of gray. That's a very popular color, at least in, in a lot of cars right now. I think it looks really good with this new Z car. This this feels like uh, Arizona. I don't know why. It does. Yeah, you got a lot of uh, what they call it zeroscape landscaping well the only reason why that's important is because mm-hmm. the, oh, uh, one of the te- testing grounds are in nissan uh it, for nissan are in the proving grounds um, yep our proving grounds are in um uh phoenix uh, yep. just outside actually so one yeah, thing cool. i'm one thing i'm going to nerd out on miles if you can see the what picture you here you see that third brake light up on top oh yeah that looks pretty snazzy to me um I can tell that that hasn't been done before because I have a 350Z. The 350Z is a top-mounted third brake light, but it's mm. on the inside showing through the glass, Ooh. right? Then the 370Z okay. has a third brake light that's on the spoiler, typically down a little bit lower. This one is external and up top. So it, I know as a fact it is new, at least. I don't know. I, I just I caught that, and I was like, well, this is the show to, this, to share that type of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I'm happy that you're nerding out. Yes, I am. <laughs> but we got to move on. All right, next. Um, yeah, before we go on, uh, anybody have anything that they'd like to say? Um, see here. Paolo said 432R colors. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah. He's probably well, talking about the yellow and some of the other things. That were well, there. that orange that we saw with the customized proto, that looked like an orange-ish sort of 432 well, yeah, color. Yeah, from before. the 432. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep, yep, right. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, see here. Joshua, back again. I'm surprised we haven't seen a Mako nose or the 2 plus 2 in some of these designs. I agree. Um, You know, the, the more of the... I don't know. Like the 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 Genos. Uh, Genos is like, what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 I mean, that'd be kind of that'd be kind of sick. I mean, the the nice and we talked about this before. The nice thing about the platform for the new Z, it's very customizable. Um, we've seen yeah. even some artwork that's already been done, and I mean, between that and what you're seeing in the in the uh, GT model. Um, which we're going to show you a little bit here later on. We got some pictures of it running. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just going to get sicker and sicker and sicker. I mean, wider flares, uh, more accentuated front ends. And then that's when the fiberglass kicks in. <laughs> it, it really gets crazy. And then we get like the old school Arabuni catfish kits that came out. I and mean, Oh my God, it's going to get ugly folks. It's going to get ugly before it gets better. I'll put it that way. And then we still got to wait for a Nismo model to come out. And then there'll be probably two versions of the OEM bumper that come out. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, there's going to be a lot of things as long as everything's interchangeable. I mean, it's, that's the beauty about some of the Nissan stuff is if they keep the model, then and not do many changes when the, and I know we're talking a long way off, but the 370 has a redesign, or excuse me, the uh, the new Z, the Proto, has a redesign like in, let's call it four or five years, and they keep everything pretty much identical and not really change too much, then it's amazing because everything's just interchangeable. You can swap, start swapping parts, and that's really what you want. It it, it, it aids in the customability, customizability of the car. That's great. I mean, it's already going to be an amazing tuner car. It's going to be all over the radar when it hits um, – here in the States, you're going to mm-hmm. see it flood SEMA. I mean, you're going to see it. Uh, you'll probably see it at PRI, uh, PIR, what? Oh my God. PRI. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, all the crazy car shows in Japan, God knows. I mean, hell, right now, we, we before we came on, we were talking about Tokyo Auto Salon, which we, we, it's amazing, but, you know, it's not that much customizability. But like I said, I mean, it, it's going to be, it really is going to be one of those cars that kind of changes everything. You're going to see a, a ton of them everywhere. So they're going to sell like hotcakes. I mean, it is what it is. So I really think so. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right on that, man. So um, let's uh, move on. What else do we got going on? Oh, so uh, I did have an article here that came out that was a little brutal that I wanted to kind of talk about. Um, it came out, but it, at the same time, it was kind of one of those um, – Sometimes you just have to kind of hear it before you, it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But uh, this is talking about the uh, the Titan. And uh, Mike, throw me the steering wheel, man. Sure. So. All right. So what we're talking about on this one is the future. Uh, this is coming out of Car Buzz. And this is an article that was called, The Future Isn't Looking Good for the Nissan Titan. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, Nissan Titan sales haven't been amazing. Um, most people don't follow this. They just assume that a platform has come out, a platform replaces it. So therefore there's no danger of that model 
kind of uh, going away. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, here at NMP, we watch sales numbers, usually try to figure out what's going to be trending in the future. And then when articles come out like this, we either kind of give them the, the nod or the pass. This one, we almost gave the pass to, but then we started doing our research and we came up to the realization that there might be some real, there might be some truth to this. Um, yeah. So for those that don't know, um, you know, uh, like I said, the sales figures for the Nissan Titan haven't been amazing, but, um, you know, uh, I, and I think Mike, you actually took the time to um, to put together um, some sales figures and you pulled some data Mm-hmm. as of recently um, i did but yeah i'm gonna and i'll hand it back over to you but again that was the article that i wanted to mention that's what we're discussing right now mm-hmm. go ahead mike oh yeah i actually really talking about again nerding out thank god we have this up this, this podcast so, so again to just kind of give you some data to support your article that you're sharing which i think is a really good article uh this yeah. data that i have here i'm going to share my screen again if you can see that i literally went to um uh, there's a site here. Uh, it is called, uh, where's it at? Uh, oh, I want to get you the numbers here. Uh, it's like usautosales.com or something like that. But anyway, sure. what it does is that uh, I literally took the sales numbers from the Titan every year it's been produced since 2003. Uh, and then I put those numbers into a graph and then I compared them with other models of truck, its competitors, if you will. So um, what you can see here, uh, I've got six, uh, the Titan, and then five other models. Uh, of course, you see here these top three. Uh, the, the unit production is literally in the hundreds of thousands, you know, 300, 700, uh, almost you know, 900,000 units. Um, those are your American manufacturers. Let's just talk about that for comparison. Now, down below here, the Titan here is in orange. You know, just on average, though, you can see that, uh, here in the beginning, 2003, uh, sales were doing pretty good, let's say, for the first uh, two years. I think the most they've ever, Nissan has ever sold to, uh, in one year uh, of a Nissan uh, Titan, about 86,000 units, which is is, yeah. is very good. However, since then, every that year was after... That's where the waterline broke, and the, it, it, it it there's a figure that I have in my in my article that says sales hit eighty six thousand nine hundred and forty five in two thousand five, yep. and dropped steadily um, for the rest of the decade. Eventually going to and this is in two thousand fifteen twelve thousand one hundred forty, which I think at this point we had new additional information to as well. And yep. you said what are they today? Well, uh, so as far as here in 2021, they sold 27,000 units. Uh, going backwards, uh, 26,031. Uh, I think aside from that 86,000 unit mark, their next highest peak. Uh, I mean, you got to think about that. They peaked on year three of production. That was in 2005. Uh, wow. I think that the, the next thing that you can think of anywhere closest was in 2017. Uh, that was when the second generation Titan had just come out. Uh, they had 52,000, uh, 52,924,000 units in 2017. But yeah, everything has been so low. Um, again, example, you've got uh, Truck D, which is actually the uh, the Honda Ridgeline. That, uh, even at this moment, as we speak in terms of sales of, of all most major uh, trucks being sold in the U.S., uh, popular models, the Titan is, is the, the poorest selling uh uh, sadly, 
Uh, and, and that's what you're seeing here, the, these numbers. Uh, again, the Titan being this orange line here down below. Um, it's uh, it, Like I said, like your article suggests, this is proof to that. Uh, it, it's, yeah. it's not it's and, not good and, news, but yeah. yeah. So, I mean, initially when the first generation Nissan Titan came out, uh, the article kind of quotes that it, it, play, it Nissan had a play it safe approach that ultimately kept the bean counters and the corporate strategists happy but ultimately the market um didn't really bite on it and um there was a quote uh that came out that was it was one of those tough love type of scenarios mm -hmm. um let's see here give me one second here no problem and everything's <laughs> lagging up but in the interim uh yeah unfortunately the there is Again, this is all rumor, speculation. Uh, nobody at Nissan has obviously committed to this. Right. But with everything kind of looming and everything laid out in front of you, it does make sense that the Nissan Titan is uh, has a high probability to go away, especially with your predecessors. The you know the the there's so much more competition at a full size uh, truck level. I mean, you're it, it's it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So for them to come in at a mediocre range and then go subpar as far as sales, it, it makes no sense for them to continue to compete in a full size market where they do not have market share to begin with on yeah. the mid size truck range. We're talking about the new frontiers. They're, yep. they're doing remarkably steady. You know, the new frontier has a lot of buzz about it. I'm super excited about it. I think it's an amazing vehicle, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, unfortunately it's just, I'm not kind of seeing, um, the 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 longevity for the Nissan Titan in the future. Yeah. So, I got a few notes to make on that thoughts? too. So again, yeah. So my thing is is that it's not to say that the Titan is bad. I don't think it's bad. It's just that the competition for a truck no. in the U.S. market is so damn high. It's the full size pickup demand is so crazy here in the U.S. that there's so many brands and models to choose from that it's just unfortunate that it really kind of has gone this way. You know, uh, remember these these numbers that we shared is only in the U.S. Uh, now to to say whether the Titan is justified in other markets, whether that's you know uh, uh, other countries. Um, they could be doing great. I just don't have those numbers. So uh, at, at least what we're talking about is not we're not saying they're going to discontinue everywhere, but it just may be in the U.S. Uh, I think there was one note from your article wow. that said that the discontinued uh, the Titan has been discontinued in Canada already. Uh, it's no longer in Canada. So, I mean, it just suggests that maybe that same trend is coming here to the States. Um, the second thing I wanted to comment I wanted to make is. Kind of seeing what Ford has done in the last year to year and a half, it really comes down to focus on what you're good at. I mean, in the last year, year and a half, you've seen Ford literally cut or discontinue literally every sedan, car, midsize, full-size car. Aside from the Mustang, uh, Ford doesn't really make a car anymore. They all focus on trucks and SUVs. So... I was likening that situ that move that Ford made. Maybe it's something similar that Nissan would do with the Titan. I mean, Nissan knows they're really great with the midsize pickup. They, they're good with SUVs. Uh, sedans, cars, very affordable, very reliable. Let's just focus on that, and maybe just the Titan might, might get the chopping block. Uh, again, this is speculation, but um, 
unfortunately, there's, there's some, a, we, proof. We think there's a high probability. Um, but, you know, so for those out there with your Titans, um, or you're looking to potentially uh, pick up a Titan, now <laughs> 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 might be the time to uh, to pick those up in a, um, in a capacity. And, and what's funny, you and me, Mike, were kind of nerding out mm-hmm. on this and talking in, in – detail about titan yeah. and we started checking out pricings and things and <laughs> the, the pricings for used titans are still fairly high um and you know they're they're holding their value for for a time usually when discontinuation comes of a model you'll you'll see a price dip so for those that actually wanted to ever pick up a titan you want to get in that vk platform that's uh yeah. that's in those models you know um yeah. I, I you know start looking <laughs> the the new know, models, because... yeah. I would say that a Titan that's maybe five years old uh, at this point still has a relatively good resale value. Now, when you're talking about those Titans that are over a decade old, they are a bargain right now. You can get a 15-year-old Titan. I'm looking at numbers right now, $3,000, $4,000 for a Titan. And, of course, you're talking about V8 power, full-size, great tone capacity. And for less than five grand, I mean – there, that's where we think there's some really good deals happening on, out there too. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, what's funny is like we, we saw a lot of things potentially coming down the line for the Titan. You know, we heard rumors that a Cummings was potentially going to go in it and there was going to be some port there. But if you think about it, a full size Nissan with a Cummings diesel um, that, it, that was at one time potentially going to happen. It happened, buddy. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, I apologize. That, yeah. but I'm talking in a large scale. Uh, you know, at my mm-hmm. yeah. But Sales. The, yeah. the real the reality of that is um, that it was not anything new. You know, uh, everybody else is doing it, but were people doing it in a midsize truck in the frontier, mm-hmm. like something like the Frontier or the Toyota lines? Now, now mm. that's something to kind of talk about. So, a midsize diesel. I hadn't seen that before. Yeah, well, yeah, I yeah. Mean, you're, I mean, you have to play to a market well, if it exists. So. Aside from the four-cylinder diesels of the '80s, I mean, that's really about all I've seen. But true, true. <laughs> but that I was mean, such, you know, that was so long I, ago. I, yeah, you know? I mean, think about it also too. I mean, when's the last time somebody really has made a um, a compact four-wheel drive turboed truck? You know, like a not. I mean, we the Navara and oh, a yeah. few other models, but I'm talking for the U.S. market. I mean. I don't know. Yeah, I still like something get smaller. Yeah. yeah, I still like, and I still say this to this day: Nissan needs to make a small truck to this day and make it e, almost like we're doing like an equivalency of the Nissan Hardbody, or yep. like the old um, uh, dot or Nissan 720s or 620s, something yep. of that weight class and that size class. But then you you throw yourself a little four cylinder in it, or even go to e, strictly go e. There's going to be a market there. I really think they they have the potential to take it over, and I guarantee mm-hmm. you, other manufacturers are already thinking about it. So, oh, you yeah. know, Nissan it's already happened. has the uh, the potential for taking that. So, they yep. you know they have the uh, the lead on everything that's happening with the e uh, with the EV market. So, they just got to yep. utilize it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. The Ford F one fifty just came out as an e version. Uh, uh, videos, at least concepts that are finding their way you know, eventually Silverado just had a release uh, on a similar version. 
who's to say that maybe uh, the Titan goes away and there's some sort of E variant, uh, an all new Nissan model that's an E full size or E midsize. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I think that Nissan is doing way more better in the midsize market uh, pickup. So maybe to capitalize on that as an E version, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And on that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I wanted to give the quote that I wanted to talk about earlier. And it says, mm -hmm. the, and I'll end it with this, the capable yet bland pickup ignored a crucial lesson that had been taught nearly a decade beforehand by another brand <clears throat> desperate to become a true contender in a lucrative full-size segment. It's never enough to just match the competition on the spec sheet. Instead, you have to deliver a knockout punch that sends everyone reeling and makes you stand out. It's true. Wow. So that is huge. Yeah. Again, yeah. it's not about the spec sheet. It's about a lot. There's way more variate uh, factors that play into what makes sales uh, great uh, on a particular model. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Um, I am going to go ahead and move into news in 60 seconds. Um, let's go ahead and break into uh, that miles. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Um, all right, cool. Uh, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, news in 60 seconds. Uh, of course we do this as an attempt to, uh, share with you a bunch of honorable mentions, uh, articles that have come out over the last uh, week or two. Uh, just something that if it does pique your interest, you might want to go ahead and take a look into them uh, for yourself. So we definitely encourage that. The links to these articles will be in the show notes. So let's go ahead and uh, get started on that. First one, Nissan Group reports 2021 fourth quarter calendar year U.S. sales. We were just talking about sales, right? Uh, so we do have the Nissan division sales and Infinity division sales. They are comparing 2021 with 2020. Uh, there is showing, at least as a whole, a negative change. Uh, you know, honestly, I wouldn't think too much into that because obviously, as we know, Nissan has been going through this whole revitalization, new models, uh, maybe the, the fruits of all those efforts just haven't really played completely into these numbers. So I would still give it a few more quarters to really show what's actually uh, what's actually happening. Uh, anyway, um, a few highlights here. Sales of the new 2022 Frontier were 22,634 units. That is up 114%. Frontier sales doubled. You know, you were just talking about that. That new model Frontier is making a huge splash. Um, again, doubling sales versus the fourth quarter of 2020. That is great. Uh, looking at the all-new sales 2022 Pathfinder, they were up 12.5%. That's modest, but it's good. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Pathfinder is looking great. Um, looking here at the Nissan Kicks, uh, their sales were up 12%, and the Armada was up 94.8%, uh, which is which is pretty damn good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, other highlights, let's look into some, some numbers. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Oh, there was no sales on the Z. <laughs> I had a tease on that one, buddy. <laughs> no. Yeah, we already know that. So moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, again, for those who, of you who are interested in these sales, go ahead and look at our show notes. You'll see the link. We'll let you know more about the Nissan sales for the end of 2021. Moving into our second article. This is a quick one. Normally, I don't like to share articles that are that may be rumor 
from news outlets um, that are questionable. But this is through Reuters, which is a tried and true, reputable uh, news outlets. Uh, and this was a single paragraph uh, uh, report that came out just earlier this month. They're saying here that Nissan and Renault are set to unveil joint EV projects, uh, sources say. Uh, it says here, uh, Nissan... Uh, announcement, it says here, Automotive Alliance Partners Renault and Nissan will, on January 27th, uh, that is about two weeks from now, present their joint projects for electric and connected vehicles. Two sources close to Renault had told Reuters. So uh, electric projects, and they say connected vehicles, which makes me think uh, autonomous, perhaps, maybe uh, the next level of uh, safety uh, uh, technology. So we'll We'll look into that. So let's say hopefully by next episode, we'll have some up, uh, some update uh, on this one. Makes sense. Yeah, that we would get it all at the beginning of the year. Nissan's like that. They like to drop a lot of news when everything when everybody else is down and they're holding their cards. Nissan wants to be the first out of the gate. So yeah. <clears throat> here we are, you know, and so we'll get that information. But yeah, that's going to be uh, we're going to keep our ear to the ground on that one, Mike. So, yep. yeah. I agree. Uh, last one we have here, again, news in 60 seconds here. Nissan is planning for an ad for uh, America's football's biggest stage. You know how they say they can't they can't say the S word. It's copyright. We were just talking about that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't say Super Bowl. We have to you talk can't about say the it. big game. It has we to be to the big game. The big game. Sunday show. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever the Your favorite team. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I, you're not much of a football fan, are you, Miles? No? Uh, yes. No. I didn't really know you to be one, but I am. I mean, I know uh, I've been a big fan I, of football. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. You throw around pigskin on a, on a ground and a bunch of people hit their heads together. I'm not saying that's everything that football is. Yeah, I'm just saying that at a uh, distance, that's what you see. It's never interested me. Um, I've always been into the car aspect of it. So I watch the commercials. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm out, brother. (laughs) Well, what do you got? What do you got? Well, I will say that football is definitely uh, up there for me right now since F1 seasons are uh, currently on break. So this is what I'm feeling in. You got to fill your bowl with something. All right. I am feeling in time here. Anyway, uh, Nissan were advertised during America's football's biggest game, Super Bowl. This Friday, uh, sorry, Friday, February the 13th, that is one week from today, they have bought a 60-second time slot during the Super Bowl. That ain't cheap. They didn't mention numbers, but I know for a fact that isn't cheap. And they're saying that this is going to be a comedy thriller created to celebrate the brand's newly completed product revitalization. Uh, It says here uh, that they're very excited to take their message uh, of this revitalization to the biggest stage in culture. And uh, show the power of Nissan. A six-second commercial. They're saying, of course, it will have a, a host of famous faces, including brand ambassador Brie Larson, who we've seen on many episodes, uh, many commercials before. Uh, there is going to be a sighting of the new Aria electric crossover. And also the all-new Nissan Z. We've been talking about it. Uh, they're saying that that will be in the commercial as well. Again, taking that excitement to the big stage. So that is news in 60 seconds. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, 
I'm still uh, I'm still interested to see how that Araya is going to lay out. I mean, uh, I, it looks pretty impressive, but uh, I I just I I still haven't seen it to this day with my own eyes. But one of these days, I'll get a chance to check it out and and see if uh, if the love is there for it from me. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it's 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 an impressive vehicle with that. If you read the the spec sheet on it, yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot going on. I but, mean, we. Um, we were comparing spec sheets with the new Nissan crossover. We were comparing it with the Tesla and Mach E. I mean, just again talking spread sp- spreadsheets and and spec sheets. Um, very comparative to uh, the competition. Um, you know, just like that quote you had mentioned, though, it really comes down to the the, the essence of the Aria, the Araya. You know, uh, yeah. what it feels like, what it conveys. Uh, Maybe we need to find a dealership nearby that'll get, let us do a a live feed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, test drive, kind of show you know? it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we can promote them and and just uh, do that though. But you know, it's that essence that they're really that they really need to be selling. So uh, okay. I'm curious. I am. I am curious. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the newsy. Um, I wanted to kind of show you something. Mm. So uh, for those that don't know. Give me one moment here, Mike. Mm-hmm. Steering wheel. Yeah, go ahead and give me the steering wheel. I'm going to talk a little bit about the um, uh, Super GT. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about motorsports here right now. So obviously on the Super GT platform, um, there isn't much to really to kind of talk about. No dates have been dropped yet for Super GT. Um, we're expecting those to come out here soon. Um you know, we're starting to see some of the teams come out. Nissan uh, being the first out of the gate to uh, kind of talk about that. But um, real quick, Mike, you don't want to see my man shed, did you? Let me see here. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Um, but Nissan was the first out of the gate um, to kind of talk about what they're bringing to the table for the next year. Um, we we knew early on, almost immediately after GT was done, Nissan went to uh, went to the interwebs and uh, kind of talked a little bit about the uh, the GTR um, finishing up and then the new Z uh, taking its place um, in, uh, in in new racing series coming up in the next year um again no due dates but nissan has been doing some testing and uh some photos have been spied of the new z out there um, we've been able to capture a few of them yep but uh it, it doesn't look like much has changed from what we've seen with the initial uh, z proto uh z the gt proto reveal mm-hmm. but Still, man, it's an impressive vehicle all around. Aerodynamics involved. And we've talked about this before, that they've mentioned that the natural design of the Z changes the roof line to a superior advantage um, for uh, Nissan in the future. Now, whether that's going to have any types of restrictions um, or changes that need to be done, soon it'll have you know that'll only come out in the mix but okay. um you know for what we've got right here i mean it's it looks to be a pretty impressive vehicle i mean i've i've been kind of staring at these for the better part of about you, a day and so. you're you're you are a huge aero person i mean i've seen your projects cars i mean you've got the diffusers uh, spoilers up in front diffusers in the rear yeah uh, and, and and i go back through and i i like wind tunnel photos are pretty much centerfolds for me you know, <laughs> uh, and, and honestly i mean you know that I, I love aerodynamics i love the science behind 
you know, drag and um, um, things of like that, that they give you that advantage in a, in a motorsports aspect. I mean, Delta wing, and we've talked about this till we're blue in the face and we've nerded out on it a lot, but mm -hmm. here we are. But um, yeah, I mean, I absolutely uh, think it's amazing um, what they're doing, but uh, you know, just a few things that I wanted to kind of bring to the table um, is like, <laughs> is talking about the mirrors and look at yeah. the um look at how they're chain uh, they're carrying all the arrow the the lower arrow um of the car um on the sides um all the way through it's almost continuous wow. and we saw that a little bit with the um uh, the last nissan uh, lmp cars remember how it was just one big massive air tunnel that was dividing through the car and i'm curious if there's going to be any like hidden things that are happening with this gt car i mean it when we finally get the disassembly and are able to see the kind of exploded ver visions of this car, I mean, it's going to be pretty impressive. I feel, I feel there's going to be a lot of detail here that we can kind of nerd out at a later time. So. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 Um, I know, you know, just kind of thinking about the previous recaps we've done for super GT. I know, uh, let's say, uh, you know, a month and a half ago, we had announced that the GTR was being discontinued. Two weeks later, we learned that the, the Z will take its place. Uh, uh, not, sorry, that was two weeks ago. And now we're looking at actual pictures of it on the track. Uh, not renderings. We're talking actual photos of it on the track, which is uh, very impressive. I mean, this this uh, news uh, updates that are half happening pretty smoothly, at least for us to report. So I'm pretty yeah. excited about it. I think – oh, here's what I did since the last episode too. I did go through um, – I have a calendar uh, on my phone that I can actually – you know, I, I can set dates – you know, weeks and months and years in advance, and they're going to go ahead and you know, ping my phone when the time comes. I've literally put out the entire Super GT schedule on my phone uh, 24 hours in advance. So I really have a huge desire to be watching Super GT this year. And I've, 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 I've made action. So on it. So I really want to see this, this new Z. <laughs> you're going to fight. You're actually going to get a chance to follow it with me in the future. That yeah. Nice. That's the thing. Cause I, I've been, I've been doing formula E or, you know, formula one even, uh, but I haven't done much with super GT. So I really want to get into it. This is going to be a big The racing's year. great. I mean, you, you know, it's hit or miss if you're going to have any type of translator. So it's sometimes you have to just kind of watch it with uh, no understanding of what's actually happening in detail, unless yeah. you want to wait 24 to 48 hours for the English variation to come out or the English translation to come out. But honestly, yeah. the racing is, is top notch. Um, you know, just like Edams. Um, on that note, anything new from uh, what's happening with uh, formula E right now? Formula E, uh, honestly, um, I, okay. So giving you a motorsports update on formula E, I've done some research here in the last uh, uh, two weeks. The uh, Formula E site, uh, not any news there. Uh, I did go to the Facebook page, which obviously very engaging with enthusiasts like ourselves. But the uh, the content was just kind of just keeping excitement or momentum with uh, with those online. No actual real news with the EDAMS team. So I don't want to create anything, any news that, that's just not there of real substance. So there's not sure. much. Well, uh, it's, we, it's it, naturally, this is the downtime for everybody. Everybody's testing tuning right now it's for any major type of motorsports. Um, this is all the downtime for them to get in the, get in the garages, get in the shops, yeah. start shedding the weight, start making all the, uh, all the fine tunes, uh, that they need. That's going to put, give them that competitive edge. We we can gossip uh, though. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I can did, gossip. Did, I can did you gossip. hear, did you hear the, uh, the pit boss, uh, 
uh, talk dirty about the other dudes. Uh, I'm just guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I was being like, silly. I was like, like, all right, all right. Well, let's go. Let's talk. Let's just sling some trash. Huh? He go. slept with his mother, dude. It's just... <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course, I'm just being silly. But uh, <laughs> honestly, no real news coming out of the Edams team. Uh, last, The last episode, <laughs> we did talk about Formula E. There's a huge uh, third generation spec car that they're going to be racing this year. Huge bump in power. These e-cars are going from 600 horsepower to 800 horsepower. Uh, essentially, all-wheel drive, front and rear power to the wheels this season, which is a first. That's going to be a that's a big enough uh, change for me to just continue learning more about these cars. Uh, so it's it's looking really good. The first round of Formula E uh, is actually happening in 13 days, so not very very far from now. So. Uh, we will be and, sure um, to uh, report. Again, we still got Boemi, and um, he's still around. Uh, mm-hmm. Rollin got changed out for a new driver, Maximilian um, Gunther. Ah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that'll be our drivers for 2022. So um, they have great Instagram coverage. Uh, for those that don't know, you can check it out through the Nissan page or the Nismo page. And um, yeah, they're always doing updates, always fun little things, always good little videos. So if uh, we try to give our updates on what the Edams team is doing through the Nissan Nerd Facebook page and our Instagram account, but if you get a chance, subscribe to that. You're going to get a lot of good uh, behind the scenes um, uh, insights that you would probably not get anywhere else. So yeah, if yep. you get a chance to check those out, I'd recommend that. So um, continuing on, um, you know, it's been a while since we kind of talked about, um, you know, a car feature and we, we've talked, um, you know, cars that we found on the internet, but I wanted to kind of dust one off. I mean, we were kind of talking about the Titan you and I kind of nerded out a little bit about the Titan as a yeah. wrestling, but I wanted to go all the way back to the grassroots, go to the concepts. And so um, I dug something out that came out a little while ago mm-hmm. and came across my radar. And I wanted to kind of uh, talk to everybody about now, for those that don't know, um, and uh, the article kind of brings itself up my, and um, uh, give me that steering wheel, son. Mm-hmm. Um it's uh, called the Nissan Alpha T concept, and it, it's titled the game-changing pickup that was never made. Instead, all we got was the 2004 Nissan Titan. So little, <laughs> oh, man. A, a, little, a, little, a little pistol whipping a blind kid at the beginning, but yeah. when you get through it, it, it's not too bad. And you can definitely see how this card laid the foundation for the Nissan Titan um, in, in a sense. So here's the original um, concept uh, that when it came out and you know what it kind of reminds me, I don't know why I get this kind of back taste of remember when the three fifty Z came out and it, it, Mm -hmm. you could see it's kind of the same design, the same Uh. play, like the same overall con uh, art artistic conception that they were doing at the time. It was probably done in the same room, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you got over there? And like, you know, one artist is like that. Don't look the at clay, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they're like cheating on tests. But remember yeah. when the first Z, first 350Z concept came out around that same time period, and everybody mm-hmm. was kind of like, Ooh. remember that? Like, yeah, because the, the first Z was concept that, when it came out was kind of like, whoa. The was that the one Z. that was a uh, 240SX chassis? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying it was bad. 
<laughs> but but it needed work, right? Instead, it, you know, it was fine-tuned. They threw it back on the board. It went back. They cut some more clay models. We got the 350Z. Yeah. This uh, was that, that orange 240SX chassis equivalency. All right. Equivalent. Okay. Again, this was the Alpha T concept. But, I mean, it was pretty cool. You know, if you're looking at the design, it kind of, to me, almost, mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's Cybertruck, Tesla Cybertruck, but I could see where, like, I don't know, um, maybe the, uh, maybe some kind of folks got a nod to it. But, I mean, if you yeah. look at it, I mean, it, it, I don't know, to me, it kind of looks like a, like, like an avalanche and the Cybertruck kind of just had a, a child out of wedlock. <laughs> like, you know but yeah. some of the designs i mean you look at the hood it's got a an in, either a faux or a real induction hood you know it, it's got the same type of grill uh lines you yeah. know the the arches have been taken way up and you probably think that everything is going to be plastique so you know it dip looks... resistant panels maybe you know yeah. you've got that roof line that came with the remember the ultimas that had that massive sunroof that would shift inside of itself um, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah. So this was the original designs. Now, this is the crazy part. Um, look okay. at this. Look at that. This bullet. was this would this struck a memory. You know, we were talking concepts. Uh, another I think it was a Japanese spec concept. What's going on with that tailgate? Because it reminds me of what, what was happening with a tailgate out of, out of a station wagon. Oh yeah, you were. We, uh, we had the. Uh, it, I think it was a station wagon that we did. It was a concept, and it was a minivan. I think we covered this about four articles back or mm -hmm. four episodes back, and it talked a little bit about you could basically lay that sucker down. You could pretty much put your caboose in there and just yeah. fish right off of the tailgate, which is ultimately, you know, I, I feel like car manufacturers sell that idea more than anything the whole utilization of your truck bed being, you know, work Monday through Friday on the weekends, you're fishing and or tailgate partying off of the back of it. Yeah. And I, I was still struggling to be like, okay, what do we got going on here? Is this a, a seat where I'm going to, I'm going to sit underneath my car with a little roof covering. Is this, is this rack going to be sliding out and I could stick some tools in there, but you also yeah. see some cool design aspects in the rear. Um, for those that don't know, um, or don't ever own one like the Titan and the frontier have these track systems where you can basically move around, um, your tracks, uh, your, uh, colsters. They, they have you. accessories that help you secure your loads. Yeah. Right. And you can, you can yeah. customize them. You can put in like, uh, those for like, uh, bicycles. Um, you know, you have, uh, uh, gates that kind of uh, interchange and move back and forth. I mean, it's actually, that's one of my favorite features of the frontier is that track system. And whoever came up with that, by the way, I'm, I hope you got a bonus when it came out. Cause that, I just absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite features, but I saw this and I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool too, as well. Uh, you know, it was just something different. Um, you know, flat panels are never good for the back of a bedside for dent resistance, but just throwing that out there. Mm -hmm. But the concept overall, that was just kind of interesting. You know, the only problem is like, I don't know, say for instance, you and me are kicking back in the, these two seats right here underneath this tailgate. And then somebody decides to turn on the tailgate and, uh, you know, run the radio or something and not let the battery die. And they <laughs> just, I don't know, inadvertently kill the two of us from carbon, uh, 
Well, that's what I was thinking. Look at that. Look at those trumpets. That exhaust is right near the headrest of the seat. So yeah, it's like you're going to get a. Yeah, I wonder if it's a seat. And I keep and I couldn't get any real clear answers of what was going down with that. But I'm like, it's pretty interesting. But the but the you know the problem with when you run something like that is there's inadvertently going to be somebody who's going to want to ride on that while it's in motion. Yeah, and the the litigation aspect of it. Just, <laughs> you being uh, the insurance guy, that sounds being, like it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just going to be pretty uh pretty brutal. No, that I mean, overall, yeah. yeah. What do you got? Well, I was interior. wondering. You were, I think, you scroll down to the interior. There's like a oh, suicide yeah. suicide door interior. Uh, scroll down a little bit more. Um, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Keep on, keep on. Uh, keep it. Keep going. There you go. You're talking about this guy right here? Uh, one more. So you got, you got the suicide doors, which is obviously um, – that's pretty cool in some ways, you know. Now, yeah. there is – there should be one other picture that actually shows what looks like an orange leather uh, – I mean, everything's orange. It's like a burnt orange interior. Yeah, well, that was uh, kind of the futuristic. theme back then. Remember that? When we, that uh, yeah. Even the Sunset Le Mans – since the Le Mans kit, when it came out, remember we got the orange? We got that yeah. leather. I, I mean, Nissan probably got a deal on the leather at the time. But, um, <laughs> just, uh, but here, this is what you're talking about. That's the one, yeah. it. You know, concept, when people think concept, obviously we're looking at future product. But, like, sometimes people get carried away. Like, how, how far forward are we actually looking? 20 years in the future? Five years in the future? One yeah. year in the future? <laughs> you yeah. know? But, so, yeah. yeah. I agree. This one, it was yeah, there, there, there's some cool. There's some. There's some cool aspects of this that I really dig. I absolutely hate a digital dash in that capacity. Way yeah. too big. I want something a little more integrated with the driver. Of course, we're we're yeah. criticizing something from 2004, so it's easy for us. It, it's a it's an easy target, right? Yeah. Um, you know the the boat like. <laughs> um gear shift that's in the middle um yeah. you know what's crazy is i saw that um get introduced in some of the gm cars it actually went into production with that and i absolutely hated it <laughs> ford um some of the original fords had that design like that too um you know we we saw that from the 60s and the 70s um muscle yeah. era but it just it i don't know it, it to me it just no good point <laughs> So, but the yeah. center console, if you look at the continuation of the center console going up, um, look, I mean, it's kind of cool. That separation there, the, your space, my space, leave me alone. I like yeah. that, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that, it's that space. Don't bother me while I'm driving. Don't, so, yeah, yeah. Don't Go even look side. at me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Even, don't you dare look at me. Don't you dare. Like, but, uh, yeah, I mean, all in all though, a very cool concept. Um, you know, I know they were poking fun a little bit with the article um, and kind of talking about it, but it was definitely interesting if they would have kind of uh, gone forward with it. But they definitely went with something a little less. They went with something safe is what I'll say. Uh, so as we know, at the 2004 Nissan Titan, when it, dropped, it was cool. But I mean, yeah. again, that's yeah, that, that's how most dreams get compromised. It's just that. For one person, you know, of course, when you dream, you don't dream of the bad things. You dream of everything going right. And then that's when those lawyers step in. Well, this feature, even though you like it so much and it's so cool, again, what if this happens? Oh, lawsuit. Can't have that. Either modify it or get rid of it. You know, and that's where those compromises are made. Just obviously, in reality, it's probably for the greater good. You're saving lives while you're doing it. But you're yeah. kind of sacrificing that some of that 
that um, daydreaming uh, of of the truck, especially being a, a concept at the time. So. Yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, there are some really cool things that I do like about this. I mean, some of this integrated into the into the finish line. I mean, the tailgate in the rear. Um, mm-hmm. I like that. I would have liked something more flush with something. Um, you know, they didn't have uh, access for like your fingers to get in. That would have been something more push button would have been cool. Of course, cost associated to that. No, no mirrors at that point. Cause Nissan was obviously trying so, uh, thinking of something more oh, along yeah. the lines of digital. I mean, some things you're not looking at, but yeah, um, you'll catch a uh, gas tank. I mean, they're going back to the original, like uh, I haven't seen a truck really do that in a while where you actually have a push gas tank where you push it and it kind of opens to you suicide doors. Uh, I actually love suicide doors. I do the too. The third, the third brake light where it's integrated into the, uh, the back of the cab. I absolutely love that. Um, I, I think it was just a little cool feature. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, just some cool stuff. I mean, the, yep. the wheels on this thing are, are a straight rip from the 350Z um, <laughs> first gen. Remember those when they came yes. out? Yes. Um, oh, yeah. And, oh, God. They were so, I, I always hated them. I could not, I hated that rim, but uh, I did love the track wheels. Um, so for the 350Z when they came out. Anyway, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to quit uh, harping on this, but yeah, just something I kind of wanted to kind of talk about. And, um, it, just, uh, you I, know, for those that never, ever saw this, uh, mm-hmm. prototype or this concept, yeah, it was just something kind of yeah. cool. So. You know, s- since we were talking about the Z or sorry, the Titan and it's, uh, the p- potential discontinuation in the U S and then we're talking about the, the, the concept that really introduced the Titan, you know, I, I hope it's all right, man. I actually was thinking of other concepts that have come along to us along the way. And, uh, if it's cool with you, man, I'm going to do a quick flash round on some other additions and we can just yeah, yeah, quick, uh, get some quick feedback and see what you think. Uh, first one, honestly, I hadn't seen it until this week. Unfortunately, Pandem did a Titan kit and I, I mean, I like it. I, I mean, you can see here now the kit is very, very expensive. You're looking at $5,300 pretty much. Uh, that's not including shipping. I, I'm sure it's going to be shipped from uh, from Japan. Uh, this looks like it was debuted somewhere at SEMA. But, of course, you're seeing here uh, uh, Titan essentially slammed to the ground. Uh, you've got all the accessories, bumper, bumper guards in the front and rear, uh, side steps. Uh, just those fender flares, man. Uh, had, had you seen this one before? Actually, it, it, this just came out recently. Um, so I, I finally got this on a, um, um, like it came through on a feed and I really like it. I mean, I think it's, it's extremely aggressive. It's, it's, it's overly aggressive for my taste, but there's certain aspects of it I really like, but it, Pandem kind of almost has a signature look about it now. Yeah, they do. And to, and you can almost kind of apply it to just about <laughs> anything i mean you could throw it on a yeah. a citron for christ's sakes and it would just be like <laughs> oh all right all right okay cool a model t you'd be like okay i don't know if i'd go that route yeah. and it, but i mean it, it flows with this pretty nicely it's it's a little uh it's a little over the top for me um it's yeah. a little too much for me i don't know maybe i would fall in love with it as it went on but a uh you know a low low bull bar like that um yeah in the front uh pandem excurts out the sides i mean i like a wide truck yeah not a lot of people pull it off correctly um but i dig I, it i, I think I, it's a cool it's a cool I, idea 
I like it a lot. You know, being here in Texas, you got a lot of trucks and you get a lot of guys who like to gloat and flaunt and get the, the lifts and the lights and the wheels and all that. This is sort of, it's similar, but very different. Instead of going up, you're going down and it's yeah, still a, a very, truck country. It, it is. And this is, to me, it's still an intimidating looking uh, truck. If you saw this driving on the freeway, just as you see it here, you would slow down and ask yourself, what the hell is it? And then you look at it, it's got a <laughs> Nissan logo on it and you're like, Wow, man! I, I know. I saw the rear, like and I, the yeah. the rear kind of just looks looks like it's kind of a a a bite on the new Bronco, and um, which is okay. I mean, that 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 bar, yeah, yeah, maybe off yeah. the side here, kind of gets gets you notes. This, this picture alone really communicates how low they actually went with this truck, man. I, I mean, I I like it. I mean, I, I guess if if they're if Nissan's competing. For that wow factor on the road, this this would actually do it though. The only thing I would change though is that is that exhaust. Do you see this exhaust sticking out? There's no mount. It's not. It's no. it's just like it's huge. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is this has got to be digital. I mean, I don't so? know. Maybe well, they're selling it, but God, God knows. Maybe it's the first guy's got to buy it and then they'll make it. So yeah, good point. I mean, it is it is pretty <laughs> pricey. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, um, yeah, I'll move on. I got two other ones I want to share with you since we're talking about Nissan Titan concepts. The other one was the Titan Warrior concept. This yeah. one was actually a factory concept. It did come out. I believe mm-hmm. it did. 2016. Correct. Titan XD. Again, we were talking about the Cummins earlier. It's a V8 5-liter turbo diesel. Uh, the Warrior concept. Okay, it was a concept. Uh, ups it again. Um, this is actually, this was actually was done th- by Randy Rodriguez. This is- Correct. Yeah, this is one of my favorite concepts that were that was completed, and I had an opportunity to talk to Randy about it. And I mean, he poured his soul into this one, and I I think he I think he nailed it. Quite honestly, I mean, it's you know uh, for those that don't know, Randy Rodriguez um, was one of the principal designers for the uh, 370Z, mm-hmm. and uh, before he left Nissan and, and moved on to other projects, but uh, hell of a designer, a super nice guy, and. To hear him talk about the project um, and the amount of work that he put into it, it's just, it's uh, it's inspiring. And uh, he, he definitely put a lot of love into it. And to see it in person, <clears throat> which I believe now it's at Z1's new uh, headquarters. I've seen it there, yep. Yeah, yeah, well, I've I think, seen pictures. I don't, I, don't know yeah. if it's, I don't know if it's still there. It might have been just doing the, the tour. Tour. Um, but uh, maybe you could reach out to Z1 if you if you're in the Georgia area and you want to go check it out. But it's definitely a very very cool uh, vehicle. Ah, I don't know if Nissan's yeah. taking it back in, in their possession at this time, but the hell yeah. of a car. Uh, it's one of my favorite. Um, uh, it's one of my favorite designs. Um, and uh, I. Yeah. I don't know if this was a factory feature, but the three gauges in the center is like very Nissan esque to me. I'm sorry, very Z car esque. You know, uh, obviously it's not the pods, well, but it, it does remind me of the Z, which is kind of they did that. You know, I mean that's the other thing too. It's like you saw that a lot in like um, some of the early off road vehicles from like the nineties. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying anybody else, but like you can see that in some of the patrols, uh, the old Nissan patrols, um, mm-hmm. even. I, I want to say like Suzuki and some of the other cars, they would have two, but they would have um, that uh, the 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 oh, what, I, what I used to call is the oh crap gauge. Like, hey, the uh, this is where you're gonna tip over. I forgot. What oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the oh, uh, tilt the meter. meter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a model tell us in about four seconds. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love all that stuff. I, I think. I think this hit it nail on the head. Never went into production. Was never available, unfortunately. But 
Yeah, this is exactly the way it went. But I really think that a lot was taken um, from this for uh, the modern day Nissan Frontier, which is getting all the love these days with the midsize, which um, I don't know. It, it, it felt very akin to me, if that makes sense. I wanted to kind of go back and talk. Um, uh, take some. We, it's been a moment since we went and checked our comments. But Amon yeah. said uh, June in Brooklyn, New York for USAA. I think he was talking about. That is EDAMS. That is E-dams, the, uh, the that's right. so the EDAMS Formula E. Um, it's one of the one of the uh, latter half of this EDAMS uh, Formula E season. But yes, that is okay. literally the only uh, track uh, that that Formula E is visiting the United States. Yep. Okay. Uh, going back to what we're talking about for the Warrior Project, Nissan Australia is using the Warrior name on the Navara. Yeah. Um, again, a, an amazing truck that I wish we would have. We'll never get it. Um, but again, um, uh, talking to Nissan executives, like, why, why do we never get the Navarro or at least get the engine, uh, get, get the car, keep our name, but get <laughs> all the goodies from the Navarro, uh, you know, the, uh, the turbo and, uh, the extra power and, and all the good stuff. And pretty much it was kind of like the Christmas story reply. You'll shoot your eye out. The American market just <laughs> just cannot uh, cannot handle such power. Um, with yep. great power comes great responsibility, and apparently the U.S. market can't handle it. So, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's the uh, that's the response that I got. So, um, you know, talking about the center gauges, I'm on again. He goes, uh, uh, they did that in the 720s, which. Uh, I agree with you 100%. Um, you saw that in the cluster from the Pathfinders, Toronto's. And um, yeah, and I, I could have sworn I saw it in the patrols too as well. But it, definitely in the Toronto's. Um, yeah, hell of a vehicle. I And I absolutely love one of those. I, I, I was looking and daydreaming of patrols in Toronto's the other day as I was uh, searching on uh, Bring a Trailer and something came up. So, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean. The, the problem with owning something that's so rare and weird like that, it's just part availability. So a weird thing. Moving on. I agree. I agree. Moving on. All right. uh, so, uh, yeah, man, we've pretty much covered just about everything. We do want to, I guess, just briefly touch on events. Um, it's kind of that downtime. Some people have made some announcements on dates. We're going to just run through these. And as we get through later on in the year, we'll, and get closer to these dates, we'll give you a little more information. Um, but Mike, you have some of this data? I do, I do. All right, so brand new year means brand new events. Um, I really think that, it, yeah, you are right though, it is important to really, because we could do this a whole mile, uh, an entire list of events that are happening this year, but if, if they're nowhere near the actual, um, you know, c- close to the big show, it you really got to have a reason to, to, uh, to, to promote these, you know, within reason. So uh, I will share a list of events that are actually happening here right now. Uh, first one, let me share my screen on this. There we go. All right. We're talking about the 35th annual Z-Con convention 2022 happening in Birmingham, Alabama this, uh, this year. It's being hosted by the Iron City Z Club and the ZCCA happening July 25th to 30th. You're looking in the dead of summer. We're going to be out in in Birmingham uh, for this Z celebration. Uh, Of course, we're talking seven and a half months, uh, well, seven months from now, pretty much. What's important for you to know right now is that if you are considering going to ZCon, registration is open. 
that's really the important part, uh, especially if you're planning to go on a track day for this event. Uh, track days are the ones are the events that that uh, are sold out first. Uh, same thing goes to the hotel. If you really want a, a nice room at the host hotel, you really need to go online uh, and, and uh, take advantage of the the Zcon hotel room block. Uh, get your name in there. So that is your call of action to do for Zcon uh, here in January. If you're even considering it, just make the phone call. Honestly, hotel rooms you don't you don't have to pay up front. You just put your name in. Uh, the the registration you will have to put some money down. Uh, but that definitely cements your your track day, especially especially the track day. So uh, that is the first event. Moving on, we've got Branson Z Fest. This is happening, of course, Branson, Missouri, June first through the fifth. Uh, BransonZFest.org. Also, registration is open. Now, this has uh, the same call to action for you guys. Uh, hotel, if you're looking to go. Uh, to this event, Miles, I think we're planning on this one ourselves. We are. I've already cleared my dates. I will be at Branson this year, assuming something doesn't fall off me. So yeah. <laughs> we are going to be going. Yeah. So for those that um, do want to go, um, look to the future. We might be putting together a um, uh, like a rally. Um, convoy, kind of yeah, out to, yeah, yeah. Convoy, yeah. There you go. Uh, we'll put together a convoy um, here out of Texas uh, for those that want to go. As we get closer to the dates and kind of confirm that we're all going to be able yeah. to make it, um, we will put together a convoy and see if it, anybody wants to go, so we can pretty much take over um, Branson. Yeah. So, awesome. Awesome. I'll never see uh, us <laughs> Moving on, we've got two more events. These are more of a local level here. Uh, these are both happening in Austin. First one we're talking about is Radwood uh, Festival. This is a reschedule from last year. Uh, Radwood is a 90, 80s and 90s theme car. Uh, if your car was built within those two decades, you, you are eligible to uh, attend and participate in this car show, Radwood. Uh, September 26th, they will be in Austin, Texas. And then further down the line, uh, May 21st, they already have a uh, uh, Philly, was it Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, uh, was it Philly, Redwood, Philly, Chester, Pennsylvania will be the site of, of a second show. More dates are coming. So if you are a fan of Radwood, take a look into that. And then the last one here is Super Lap Battle. This yeah. one, Miles, yeah, we've, Miles, we've gone to the last two of these. Yeah. We've had a, a, a great time on this one. I absolutely love Super Lap Battle. It's a little more motorsports involved. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah, there's a car show and some other stuff that goes on there. But, I mean, if you really want to see, um, to me, uh, an upper echelon of grassroots racing, uh, I think it gets no better than Super Lap Battle. Um, Redwood is amazing, too. Um, I absolutely love it. It gets a little um, parking lot-ish sometimes. Well, yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, I, but I mean, nothing to take away from it. I Not still think all. it's an amazing event. But if you actually want to see some of uh, some amazing cars that run out there with a lot of innovation um, and you, you see some pretty, pretty big names, surprisingly, at Super Lap Battle. And you can definitely do a lot of meet and greets. I mean, we, we ran into Mike Kojima. We ran into Chris Forsberg, um, our, one of our amazing, uh, our, one of our favorite drivers, Brian Heikotter. Um, I mean, there were so many people that were there, so many amazing car. Our, our good friend Joshua Garcia was there. Yep. Um, I mean, I, 
I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorites and it's the price point for it is, is so affordable. Oh, if you yeah. get a chance, it's just a good fun weekend to get out there and just go have some fun. And you'd be surprised how close you can kind of get in there and kind of check out everything. So yeah, I'm super excited about this one. I'm definitely going to try to make this one. So. Oh yeah. Now, uh, tickets for this are, uh, sorry, this is happening February 18th through the 20th at Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. Uh, as a uh, spectator, online tickets are $12, and for the day of, uh, $20. Uh, Miles, this year, we need to uh, remind ourselves to actually pick up our tickets. <laughs> last year, you want to tell a story? You want me to? No, I'll let you tell a story. Oh, man. So last year, we bought our tickets online, and as soon as you park, there was a, a tram. So you just jump on the tram. Yep. Little did we know is that you have to pick up your wristband and your ticket. Most likely, more more so your your wristband. That lets everybody know that you've paid. And you can only pick it up from the parking lot, which is like a mile away. Once you leave the parking lot, you're not going back until you're finished. So we walked around unknowingly without our wristbands. Ghetto. And, and then there's a pit walk. We're walking up and down the, the pit. You know, and there's a security saying, hey, you know, where's your you know, wristband? It's funny. I'm like talking to people that I know, friends that like I haven't seen in a while. And Mike's rolling around all dirty without his badges. And I'm like, we paid for all this stuff. We're just not walking back a mile to go get Mike a badge. Mike is not that important. He's pretty much just the Nissan Nerd Podcast groupie. And I'm like, I'm be damned if I'm going to walk back to the car and get him a badge. But um, yeah, some some old some older woman had uh, didn't like Mike and she thus kicked him out and I, she's like, go on, get out of here. Skip. Yeah. I was, I was dodging her the first time. Second time. I think she finally, uh, she, she was going to get you. Yeah, That's she it. sure was, man. So this she's year, gonna take, reminder, she's going to put you in a uh, super lap battle jail. So, <laughs> <that's it. laughs> so this, this year, yeah. I reminded herself, pick up your wristband. The moment you get out of the car, because it's right there. Yeah. 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 So, right. yeah. Anyway, so, uh, if you get a chance uh, for, or you're in the Texas or Austin area and you're going to attend, let us know um, if you want to kind of come with or, or meet up or hang out. Yeah, just let us know. We're going to be there in and around. Maybe we can do something fun afterwards if there's a big enough uh, pile of us. So, yep. So yeah. yep. Now, uh, of course, uh, this events segment of the show, we invite you guys, those listening with us and uh, those uh, through the podcast uh, contact us if you've got an event happening in your area, whether that's Nissan, Datsun, or Infinity related. Uh, no matter what it is, contact us, give us the information, tell us more about it, and we would love to go ahead and promote it for you uh, in this part of the show. So in the future, feel free to share it with us, and uh, that's what we're here for. We're here for the community, for you guys. So, uh, yes, that is events. Yeah. Um, on that note, also, take care of us. Um, you know, I love the events and everything, but... I mean, Jesus Christ, take care of us. Um, if you get a chance, like, share, subscribe to us. You can check out us at, uh, if you need to send us anything or check us out, nissannerd.com. If you need to send us something, um, you can do that by sending it to info at nissannerd.com. I mean, that's about it, Mike. I don't think I have anything else that I want to talk about. And uh, quite honestly, I don't want to see you till Super Lap Battle. <laughs> what are we? Uh, we're... Uh, about a month away. Yeah, yeah, I, I can go a month without Miles. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I could go without you. You but, promise? Um, yeah. Um, again, for those that have been on with us tonight, um, you know, I just want to say thank you to everybody. 
uh, for supporting us. First show of the year is always interesting. <laughs> Everybody's uh, waking up. We got COVID happening. You got that Omicron, that Omegacron, that Megatron. All the all the crons are coming at you right now with the COVIDs. Um, <laughs> life is nuts. Um, you know, stay safe out there, guys. Um, you know, uh, we'll definitely see you when we see you. Uh, but it's important that you stay breathing. Get in your garage in the meantime. Uh, get to wrenching. Make something cool. Um, and we will see you eventually at some event out there and uh, continue to uh, just uh, share and uh, take care of the community and support the brand. Sounds great, guys. Uh, for you, those of you with us again, uh, stay healthy. Uh, Miles, whatever you've got left, you want to do a gun buy on this one? Oh, we, you're gonna, oh, there you go. Boom. There. All right. All right. Gun buy, guys. Mm. Oh, daddy's cough medicine. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. <laughs> you, you forget to pay your rent? <laughs> oh, no. What's going to happen? I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. Oh, my God. Anyway. That's, I think that's my funniest background that you have so far. You, oh, now, you, my you funniest got, background? That that's the funniest one. Now you got to break it. And you got to find one that tops that one. I got to I got to find one more for myself as well. So we'll have to see. Yeah, you suck. You need to bring your funny more. All right? I went legit. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah I need to go. You're, you're just trying to be that corporate man. Boo! <laughs> I'll find one. I guess if only I had as much free time as you, Miles. That's the. <laughs> Maybe have your friends help you. Help me out. Ask them if they can. If they can. Hey guys, <laughs> I need you guys to help me out with some funny stuff for my friend Mike. All right? Can you guys come with it? All right. They yeah. only got one thing for you, Mike. <laughs> On that note, we're out. We go. We're done. We're finished. Go. All right. Get we're out of here, here guys. Oh, until right. next time. Go home. Next time.